0: Welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the time, so we decided to record it. Today we're gonna be talking about the fifth episode of Andor the Eye. But first sixth sixth
1: sixth <laughs>
0: the sixth Dude. episode.
1: We are halfway the through. We are halfway through the series.
0: It feels like kind of the end.
1: It's not. We got six more episodes plus Tales of the Jedi right in the middle.
0: Oh, why do they keep doing that to me? We got to
1: figure that out too, by the
0: way. To me specifically. Why do they do that to me? Uh, (coughs) so... Uh, but first, Peyton, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing okay. I had... some issues with my AC. Um... Remember when I told you on Friday it felt kind of hot in my house? Well, turned out my AC had frozen up. It was on the fritz.
0: Oh, no. And
1: I spent four days without AC.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, That's a war so I, crime in Florida.
1: <laughs> Roger, Roger. <laughs> um, so, I had fans going. Um, My air was getting stale, so I put in... I have a diffuser... With a bunch of Disney scents, and I happen to put in the Christmas at Disney World, so my whole house smells like cookies and pine trees. Um, I never know what flavor, uh, what scent I'm gonna put in there because I do not have braille labels for any of my smells, so it's all random. <laughs> um. Well, how you doing? You sound chipper.
0: Uh, I am. I'm very chipper because uh, this was my last. Uh, this was my last shift before uh, my like four day weekend.
1: Dang, bro! Mini vacation.
0: Yep, I'm flying up to. Well, I'm not flying. I'm driving up. I'm driving up to Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh,
1: uh, we're going to Raleigh.
0: And then uh, the next, because on Friday. We're doing. We're gonna go see a live horror podcast called "Old Gods of Appalachia" in Asheville. <laughs> it's so good. It's written so well. It's acted so well. The sound design is
2: breathtaking.
0: And okay. It's so good. I highly suggest it. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to not be working.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Unfortunately, I don't. Get, I don't have that luxury at the moment. Uh, I'm mean, not getting so many days off anyway, so you know, I, I look for things to do. I feel that. Um, well, I've been just re-listening to all of our podcast episodes because I have not listened to any of our episodes.
0: What's your so, take?
1: Um, I feel like well, I've noticed a couple times that we've mentioned something. And we end up forgetting that we mentioned it. We bring it up again 15 episodes later. Like, I just remembered that... So, a couple weeks back, I brought up the subject of War Mantle. Right. And how it was in Rogue One. And you had brought that up in probably the fourth episode. Yeah. And I completely forgot that we had done that.
0: So... Uh. I think we, I remembered it being mentioned before because that's literally like the only thing I remember from Rogue One. I remember that, uh, I didn't even remember what the, uh, the monk said that was, I am one with the force, the force is with me. It's, mm. it, 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 I've only watched Rogue One, I think one and a half times at most. I've watched, really? uh, all of K2SO a lot because mm. I love Alan Tudyk. but like outside well, of
1: that, Rogue One is not a happy film. Yeah, I, mean, I, only, I only watch Rogue One when I want to watch Vader go cuckoo. <laughs>
0: Ugh, I can watch that hallway scene forever. I can
1: watch, I can watch that hallway scene and I can watch Vader's meeting with Director Krennic all night long.
0: It's so, so good.
1: Um, I do have some news. Yeah? They have raised prices on both the droid experience and the lightsaber building experience at Galaxy's Edge. Don't lightsabers, lightsabers are now two hundred and forty-nine dollars.
0: No way! No, yeah. it's not You're worth kidding. that. It's not. I'm on record. I'm. I'll, put me on record. Write this <laughs> down, dear audience. That no plastic or pewter lightsaber is worth two hundred and fifty dollars. It's not. Don't. And the
1: toy experience has shot up from ninety-nine dollars to one hundred nineteen dollars. Good I can, God. I can attest to that that it's not worth it. Um Did you do it? I mean I did. I actually built myself a droid. It's orange and black. Uh cool. it's just like three five two. Um, you know, three five two gang. And it doesn't do much more than rotate its head and do beep beep, beep boop boop bop bop bop. It's all the R2 noises and um, Mine's got like an orange, I don't know if all of them have this, but mine has like an orange light on its interface. But it doesn't do anything else. It doesn't do any like messages or, I mean not that it would do messages because it's your own droid. But you would think that Disney would have something in there where you can record your own message with a holographic projection. I don't know. I mean,
0: they're cheap. I, I, um, I think you are heavily underestimating how much a projector is. Okay, maybe a, a not... Project- maybe, you're just maybe, you're maybe asking not, about a phone. <laughs> what you want is a phone that is also a projector and put it in <laughs> an R two D two.
1: Maybe not a projector, but maybe some sort of voice recording system.
0: That you could do. That you could do cheap. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um now you can change the droid's personality. You sh- Personality chip cost twelve bucks.
0: Oh my god! It's Tiny,
1: Get out of here. and all it does is change the the sound effect of the droid. It doesn't do anything else. Um,
0: that's disheartening.
1: And I've listened to all sorts of different sound effects from the different chips, and they're all practically the same noise.
0: Yeah, so, I if it's the same RFID chip reader uh, in the droids as it is in the lightsaber. Uh, so the different kyber crystals um, in the uh, the lightsabers that you can get at Galaxy's Edge are RFID chips. RFID mm-hmm. chips are like uh, little scannable things. Mm-hmm. It scans a barcode, but like any bar, any RFID chip transmitter can can submit any RFID code. So if you just buy like a twenty dollar RFID code uh, maker from, say like Amazon, you can have every lightsaber that's, uh, instead of paying what like twenty five dollars per crystal or whatever.
1: No, it's twelve bucks for a crystal.
0: Yeah, you don't have to do that. Twenty bucks for the for the chip and for the chip transmitter, and then you have every crystal,
1: and every and every sound effect.
0: Yeah. And you can mix and match.
1: Uh huh. And yeah, so, you know, the droid experience, you know, I don't think I. I only did it because I thought it sounded cool and interesting the way they activate your droid because they have a special way of activating your droid before you use your remote control. But, you know what? It's not. It's not worth it anymore to build a little droid and, you know, have it in a little. Kid kind of carrying case. I mean, they they fit in these little boxes when you're done, and so just they're, they're tiny. I mean, they're not tiny tiny, but they're like they're smaller than the remote control R2D2s that I own. They're so much better, and they cost. I mean, they they were a higher price tag, but not in. Like an un- absurd amount of money. But they, they were just, they're just so much cooler than what you can get at Disney World.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I know they have some droids that are not the ones that you can build that they sell. Like they sell um, they Chopper, now, right? Yep, Chopper, a battle droid that, you know, you hit a button and you know, it'll go Roger, Roger. Um, they have D.O., a whole bunch of. Cool ones I'm sure they've come out with um some other ones that I don't know the names of yet but you know that's that uh other news and I thought to bring this up earlier and I can't believe I totally forgot about it but we were at a time crunch James yeah. O Jones has given permission for somebody else to use and manipulate his voice for Vader
0: terrifying. James
1: R. <laughs> Jones is officially stepping down as the voice of Darth Vader.
0: As as someone that like touched the industry, I don't want to say that I'm a part of the industry because I'm really not, but like as someone that has been adjacent to the acting and movie in and like cinema industry. Mm-hmm. That is a terrifying implication. Terrifying. Well, dude's 90 years old. I know, yeah. but what I'm saying is like, what so like now he's written that off. So like what happens to his estate? Like, do do his like do they just like stop paying him? Same thing with Leia yeah. and Tarkin. Like, did they pay his kids when they used his their likenesses?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think James or Jones—they probably have enough Vader unused Vader dialogue, don't they, to manipulate?
0: Oh yeah, with Melodyne, uh, with like a six hundred dollar plugin that anyone can buy, you can make any voice do almost anything. The thing is that, like, you have—they haven't been allowed to do that yet, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like it, its like your intellectual property, like mm-hmm. your voice is owned by you, unless you sign it away. So, like, what is this going to look like five, six, seven years down the road
2: Mm -hmm. when
0: uh, everybody seems to be dying of COVID? And then on top of that, uh, Hollywood is trying to cut corners and save money, so they just don't pay any actors. They just use dead ones.
1: Well, I mean,
0: Frank Boss
1: isn't voicing Yoda for... He never voiced it in the Clone Wars, and they had a different voice. Yeah, but that's we James.
0: That's James Arnold Taylor, and they paid him to do it. Right. I'm okay with James Earl Jones uh, passing the torch. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I've, I knew it was going to happen one day. I, I like, I made it, made peace with it in my heart. Yeah. My worry is that the imp- is the implication of like what it. What's the next character to do that? And what are they going to do for the actor and his family when they don't, I don't like the fact that they. Tra- Anthony Daniels.
1: That would be probably my next guess for Troopio.
0: Yeah. He's and not so, as like, old as If they get another voice actor to do it, I'm here <laughs> for it. Even if it's bad. Uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry was Count Dooku. It uh, was Palpatine uh, for a bit. And in the Clone Wars. And it was bad. It was not a good time. And they paid him, and so I'm okay with it. I don't yeah. like this idea of like, well, we put your voice in a computer, so we didn't have, to, so we're not going to pay you. You know what I mean? That's that's the part that's rubbing me the wrong way. I don't like that. Instead of passing a torch to another actor, he passed a torch to a computer that they don't have to pay.
1: I don't know. I didn't read the entire article. Um, I know it's on there because there was, the article was on Twitter, so I don't have Twitter, so I couldn't read it.
0: Well, I just know that James L. Jones oh. no longer. Yes, you do. It is at su three five two podcast. Go ahead and uh, tweet at us. We dare you. Well, it was sent to <laughs> it, it was
1: sent via, via message, text message. So
0: that's fair. Sorry, I use that. Uh, I you definitely just used it for the plug. Uh, but you
1: know, some people are like. I know
0: there are people out there that are
1: not ready James O'Jones to give that up. Hold on. Say that again. Why? I know there are people out there that are not ready for James Jones to step down, so. Yeah. I mean, look at what people were talking about couple weeks back when they announced the Lion King prequel about Mufasa. They're like, oh, oh, if James Earl Jones is not voicing Mufasa, I'm not watching. Number one, it's a younger Mufasa. Number two, give the man a break.
0: Yeah, he has to Scrooge McDuck swim in his money So at some point.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Do you have anything else to add? Do you want to pull up that Twitter article, just so we have everything confirmed, because I don't want to say anything. I don't want to give anyone the wrong info.
0: Yeah, I'll do that. Do we know who it was tweeted by?
1: No, I just received a message from my aunt.
0: Okay. And it was just
1: a link to Twitter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the last time James L. Jones tweeted was 2015. Okay, so... Uh, crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a needle in a haystack. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to find it. Okay. I know I've
1: seen it a couple times on Facebook periodically, but No one has actually given out any, like, massive objection to it, as far as I know.
0: So, yeah, um, All I'm seeing is uh, the movies that he was in, the discussion of the movies he was in with Angela Lansbury because she passed away yesterday.
1: Yeah, sad day. Uh, we're losing all of our actors and actresses right now. Do you have any, uh, any other news for us, or are we ready to jump into the episode?
0: We're ready to jump in. So,
1: the episode title, The Eye, um, the, eye. the first, when I looked at that, I almost thought, wait a second, is this Star Wars or is this Lord of the Rings? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> the way, you know, like, what? Is Ooh. Sauron coming into the story? Ooh, and then I'm like, gosh, wait a second. Sh- <laughs> <bottle>. <laughs> And then I remember that there was a weapon called the Eye of Palpatine what? that um, was in the old universe. I'm like, right? That's- okay.
0: <laughs> okay, that sounds pretty legends to me. Yeah, um, I don't remember exactly what it did. It was some sort of
1: computer, computer generate. I don't know what it was. Some sort of ship that did massive destruction as usual. Um, I know he had a... Dude, the guy made a torpedo that could... I mean, a a torpedo launcher that could launch an explosive through hyperspace. Good God. (laughs) And he called it a galaxy gun.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: (laughs) He built freaking Star Destroyers called, um... World devastators and they could eat um metals and ships and pump out new Star Destroyers.
0: I'm sorry.
1: He made <laughs> what now? Look it up. It's in um a story called Dark Empire. And there's some radio dramas of it. was the most terrible acting I've ever heard.
0: Are the- you Um, uh, I believe we have listened to a lot of, uh, a lot of bad acting.
1: (laughs) Cookie Monster (laughs) Yoda.
0: Oh, and Smeagol, uh, sentient aliens, uh, on a planet that doesn't even matter anymore.
1: (laughs) Oh
0: my god.
1: Ugh. Um. Well, regardless of the ridiculous names that Palpatine came up with, I noticed that this episode was about 53 minutes. They're getting longer. They
0: are. Which, is that a good thing? Uh, this one, this one felt like it deserved every minute. In fact, Mm -hmm. I wanted to see more, which is uh, I feel like a good mark of just uh just a show in general. Like I wanted to see the next episode. This was yeah. the first episode that I was like, all right, this was fun. we uh yeah. like I'm now invested in what few characters survive and I'm <laughs> ready to I'm ready for round two.
1: Yeah, me too. Um you know and more and more I feel like they should have just given us um the this show in three episode increments.
0: Always. No. That just because I, of the work just because of my workflow. <laughs> <laughs> well three at the same I time mean, threw us so much for a loop, we were out for two weeks.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um well maybe not three episode increments, but two at least, because so many people are complaining about the slowness of it. Which I hope they're gonna change their minds now for the people that actually have a longer attention span than 5 seconds. Yeah, 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 I'm diagnosed. Uh, but you but you're able to but you're not spitting out negative crap on Facebook.
0: No. Uh because I don't fight on Facebook. I fight in smoky bars in Ybor City.
1: <laughs> okay, you're okay, man. But <laughs> I love the episode. I had no issue with it. I love the fact that we stayed on Aldani. That's the point. Yeah.
0: Aldani. Yep.
1: We stayed on Aldani. We didn't. We touched on a bit. But we didn't, like, keep jumping back and forth between, like, five different storylines.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and, uh, we, uh, we wrapped up, uh, pretty quickly with characters that we were supposed to remember, and then now we don't have to anymore. So. <laughs> Crap! They mowed this team down. Oh my goodness!
1: And what did you think of the festival?
0: I was worried that the uh, the natives, the Aldani natives, would uh, attempt a coup themselves
1: and mess everything up.
0: The yeah, or at least throw a monkey wrench in it. So like the way the way that they were like the leader was acting, and like, looking, and like, like, the aggression on his face, I was super worried that, like, all of our rebels were gonna get in place, and then these natives would be like, we're gonna take back our land! And then, uh, and then it would just be chaos.
1: Well, I wonder, um, I wonder what's gonna happen with them now that, um, our rebels have Left the planet, because now the Empire's going to turn their attention to
0: Most. the agent. Most of them have left the planet.
1: Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, we've seen, um, we saw some Babu Fricks in this episode. Who's that? Remember Babu Frick from Rise of Skywalker? No. Hello, i Babu Frick. The dude that wiped GPO's memory.
0: No, that was not him.
1: Wait, okay, that was not him, the four armed people at the end with the operating table?
0: No, that was uh that was Dr. uh Quad uh
1: Right, but is it the same species? No. Are
0: you sure? Yes, it is a human sized four armed white guy. Okay. Babu Frick is the size of the shrimp puppet from Ses- uh from uh Muppets from the muppets.
1: Okay, cuz I didn't hear that there were some members of Bob and Frick's, um species in this show. Or maybe it's Mando season 3. I'm I'm not there's remembering a- which which.
0: So far we haven't seen any.
1: Okay. I know there's are supposed to pop up in one show. So it's not this one I'm guessing it's Mando. I don't know. Um let's let's get into it.
0: Alright. And that's Bobby So I, I literally couldn't care less about him. So we was <laughs> my favorite part of the
1: Skywalker film. That was it.
0: No, that was my least favorite part. Really? Yes, because it was the third time in a row that they were like uh they were like, Oh, we're gonna lose the main character. No, we're not. Well and that was the that was the plot. That the whole plot was yeah. We're going to lose Chewie! No, we didn't. We're going to lose C-3PO! No, we didn't. Like, that. It, it was... At that point, they had done so many jump scare... Narrative jump scares like that, that I was just like, no, you're not. I'm going to call your bluff. You're not going to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. I only... Well, I, I only liked him because he sounded funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. He did sound funny. Yep. Alright. So, they... Uh... So, like, they get into position everything the the first scene uh, the first bunch of scenes is them is our boys walking in uh marching in to uh the base and making sure that everything goes to plan uh there's a racist old white dude talking to another racist old white dude about how uh bad the race is on this planet. Um I didn't pay attention to any of it because it was just uh just uh wall dressing. All of it was like, you don't care about these guys, right? All right, don't worry about it. They're gonna die. So they <laughs> uh do you hate these guys yet? We're gonna make them we're gonna make one of them be really mean to his wife and kid so that you really don't like him and don't care what happens to him. So, they did a good job. I don't know who he is. I don't care who he is. He had a heart attack and died. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I have no patience for, like, uh, they, they've they gone pretty much whole hog. And, like, do you get that the, the Empire is Nazis yet? Do you get it yet? Here we go. Here's some more. Um, and, like, this, I... So, yeah, we get into... We finally uh they exchange goat hides and everyone uh our protagonist and his group of rebel group of rebels uh go in to uh, go into the base following old racist McGee uh and
1: Wait, let's talk about the command uh the, the command, was it commandant I don't know. Let's 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 talk about him and his family for a moment.
0: Oh yeah, this guy, racist McGee.
1: Yeah, I hate him.
0: Yeah, he's bad, I, <laughs> dude. He's a horrible uh, human being.
1: I've seen many people, many many monsters like him on different shows, but oh my god, the way he even treats his own family.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did. A, they did a good job of making him slimy and disgusting, and I don't like him.
1: <laughs> um, and you and I were both wrong. We thought it was going to be Orson Krennic coming to set up shop. I guess it wasn't him.
0: Did I take that, that bet, bet last he, time? I think. I, I don't t- know. I think I, I, know. I took that bet. I think you. For the first time. I think for the first time you might owe me a beer. We're gonna have to all check. Right. We're gonna have to check the charts. We're gonna have to go back to the graphs on that one. Well,
1: we're gonna have to go find us a new, uh, new place to uh, have a beer.
0: That's true, because uh, I don't think you want to. Uh, you don't want to have anybody drive you this far out.
1: Uh yeah. Well, you gave me all the beers for free,
0: by the way. So I guess I'll give you a free beer.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's chance.
0: how that's what owing a beer means. Is that not? Is that not how it works? Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is but
0: you know, oh goodness you could
1: you, you could have bought me a case of beer but instead you had the option to give me a free case
0: that's fair uh and it <laughs> was all craft beer it was all fancy beer yeah <laughs> uh. very very not beer efficient beer it was the it was the farthest from a dollar a beer usually as possible uh-huh um so uh, the commandant, uh, racist McGee uh and the and the tech the the engineer uh engineer racist uh McGuffin. We uh McGuffin and McGee are walking in with our boys uh while the two women uh rebels are scaling the uh the wall of our little Air Imperial base. They set uh, a scrambler on a delay charge, which was really smart. We, they had timed everything just right. And, man, everything almost went to plan. Almost went to plan. So we, we get a glimpse of, like... We get a the what's interesting is that like in non hostile situations Ander is standoffish, devil may care. I ain't in this for your revolution, Han Solo. When he is in it when he's when he's fully in it, he uh he just is he's compassionate. He suddenly cares. Like, he says in the moment when they finally pull the guns on uh, Racist McGee and Engineer gu- uh, Racist McGuffin, uh, when when McGuffin pulls a pistol out and aims it at the youngest one of their crew, he says, uh, Andrew says, no one has to die. We, ha- we could do this peacefully. And we... It's uh and then how ha- and this happens again later, but I don't want to spoil anything until we get there. So we we have this idea of uh like we have so many uh things going on at the same time. So we're we're getting cutaways back to the natives doing their tribal dances and their whole uh ceremony. We've got uh we've got our rebels our male rebels going in and uh at gunpoint when they meet up after racist McGee and Racist McGuffin are pinned uh their leader Vel. Uh, escorts everybody down to some some hub of buttons, and they jam the comms and do all the things that re- that help them get into uh, into the vault. And it is the whole time. Everyone is talking about how everyone's going to live. We're all going to be fine. They could have come in like the Empire and went guns blazing and killed everybody. It would have been simple. It would have been easy. It would have been cleaner. And they would have had more people survive if they Mm -hmm. would have gone the Imperial route. Now, that's me putting on my Sith hat and saying they lost too many people. However, they also, uh, that is the Sith Juggernaut in me, not the Sith Palpatine in me. Because what actually ends up happening, because they did espionage and didn't kill too many people, Mm -hmm. and lost a lot of people, it (laughs) looks unclean, it looks dirty, it looks like it's not organized. So it's actually helping the facade of this is not an organization a pre- uh on a full-on offense offensive strike against the Empire. Mm-hmm. This is textbook guerrilla warfare and they accidentally did it beautifully. I feel like when they get down I didn't understand what payroll was. Did you understand what payroll was? Money. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was money. I thought it was just like the receipt. Well, it could have been. It could have been. Um, no, I, I thought it was some sort of. Um, no, I, I I figured it would be money. I didn't think it was money. I'm just a goof then. So well, I mean, it could have been a weapon stock for all we knew. That uh, well, they said that it was payroll. So right, like but you could pay someone in weapons. They could pay yeah. They could pay someone in weapons every time I've seen yeah. the payroll for like my works at the, my many jobs has, has uh-huh. been like and it looks like an Excel spreadsheet because none of it is real money that they hand to me. It's all like uh, digital. So because right, like, they drop all
1: your money in the account.
0: Yeah. So like to the moment the vault opened, and it was just piles of imperial credits. I felt like the dumbest human alive. I was like, oh. oh, that's what this is. So they get down there. They use uh, racist uh, McGee's corporal. Gonna, is that his
1: real name or is that
0: just a name that you're giving him? I'm giving him. He does. He didn't earn his real name. He's dead. He. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what you get. And. Uh, and like. They use his hand, and the whole time he's like, I can't open the cases, and they're like, we don't care. They walk in, they put the tiniest detonators on all of the little uh, locks for these barrels. Freaking sci-fi barrels of money. Uh, And sure enough, everything goes boom, and they start loading these barrels of, uh, of money onto the cart. They're using Imperials to do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really smart because they kept everyone alive. Um they dis I hope that they disarmed them, and that that wasn't part of the kerfuffle uh when other people showed up. But uh mm-hmm. everything seemed to be going okay <laughs> until uh one imperial radio guy overheard the communication that everything was going well and that everything was on schedule. He is like, he's been trying to get comms right in the comms tower for this whole episode and it hasn't been working and he doesn't know why. Suddenly, he hears voices he's never heard before using codes he's never heard before saying, it's almost ready. And he's like, oh, nope, that's a problem. That's not my people. Uh, So he runs down. And, uh, he and a bunch of other armed men are, uh, walk in through the one hallway, and while one of our guys is trying to tell the corporal to tell them that it's nothing and that they should go back to their post, uh, Corporal Corporal McGee, uh, has a heart attack. (laughs) kills over dead. Uh, and a firefight ensues. Uh, in the firefight, uh, Daenerys? Duranen? Whoa, whoa, I thought
1: you were about to say Daenerys. I was about to say, this ain't no Game of Thrones, dude. No, I don't even know who that is. So- Daenerys is the uh, Targaryen queen with the
0: dragons. Dragon right. lady. Hold on, I'll, I'll pull him up. Yeah. Here we go. The <laughs> yeah, axe forgets everything. So, we... uh, Where is it? Uh, Karis, the young guy, (laughs) uh, has been the proof and the thing that has been, the glue that's been holding everybody together. That's fine by me. He's doing a good job. Um... Where are we? I'm looking for it. Um I don't I I don't see his name anywhere. Uh Terraman. Okay. gets shot uh before they leave. Uh and and it's dead on the ground, and we see him dead on the ground, which is a little little metal there, uh Disney. Uh I'm all here for it. I'm I'm here for it. I'm okay with mm-hmm. that for now. Uh yeah. So like uh he gets yeah. shot and is dead. Everyone else is aboard uh is aboard. Uh, the little cruiser that they have, and, uh, Andor says, hold on to something as he launches out. And as he launches out, one of these barrels of money, uh, like, a, a pallet full of the, these barrels of money, crushes, uh, Karis's legs. Like, catches him in the gut, pins him up against the rest of the money, and, uh, he can't, but like, Andor can't stop. He can't uh, like, he can't slow down. He has to, uh, he has to have enough ignition to get into the air and then not just in the air, also off-world. And through that, um, meteor shower thingy. And through the meteor shower as he flies directly into it. And so, as he is, uh, once they level out, he is in the middle of the meteor shower, which was the original plan of like, uh like hiding amongst the eye uh and we've got TIE fighters following us because someone intercepted, someone intercepted our call and mm-hmm. he's he's like I need numbers tell me where to go like we can't fly anywhere we can't just fly anywhere we have to have a direction where does our direction and uh meanwhile uh A rough guy. Uh, what is his name? Skeen. Skeen. Uh, Skeen and Vel are hurriedly work. Uh, working on Karis to make sure that he's okay. And he continues to say, "I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs." Uh, however, Karis has the transponder. He has the uh, the like imperial old. Republic remote that allows Mm -hmm. him to see uh, what's going on and the direction of other things, especially things within the eye. And so uh, he is calling directions as he is dying. And initially, uh, and they get out, they get, they survive the eye and uh, the TIE fighters behind them don't, and they Mm -hmm. are able to get away, which Mm -hmm. is cool. And Which, they still left some people back on the planet. They left. Uh, their, they left it. Uh, one hundred percent left his uh, and or sister.
1: So they did not
0: have that conversation. No, they did not. So and I he, doubt they ever will. He didn't recognize her, and she didn't recognize him. And one of the things that Skeen says is that uh, in this episode is that uh Cinta's whole family got killed uh by the Empire. Weird, super freaking weird. Uh what a crazy random happenstance. So <laughs> as they're in the air, everything's fine. Uh they're they're safe for now. Ander leaves the cockpit to go back to see how Karis is doing. Karis is pale and not doing well. He is unconscious Mm-mm. on the floor. And Vel is very quiet. And Skeen is like she's talking about how we should dump the dead weight, and he is the reason why we're here. We have a doctor. It was part of the contingency. We could take him to the doctor. And Andor, after a few moments of silence, goes how goes back to the cockpit, sits down, looks back, and goes, "What are the what are the coordinates to the doctor? How do we get to the doctor? Again." Not anything, not anything that he has been proven so far. Everything up until this point that he has said to them, all of his words have been, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm here for the money. I don't care. This is a big step for him. Mm-hmm. The 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 line, I don't want to, uh, no one has to die, and being honest, and, uh, which I think was honest, and, being able to uh saying, being able to have the guts to say, no, we're changing course, we're gonna try to save the kids' life. Mm-hmm. And uh is big, big for this character. I'm proud of him. Uh they the next scene we see a very large human white looking male with that just happens to have four arms. Uh, Wait,
1: what planet is this on? I don't Do know. know. It's I like don't. a
0: misty, cloudy planet. It doesn't say. It. I don't
1: yeah. think it was that cloudy. We could see the stars. Oh well, it described my own description described it as kind of like a foggy,
0: misty kind of atmosphere. That's hmm. fair. And it was kind of swampy. I'll give it that. Uh, yeah. So. Vel is inside with the doctor as he is performing back surgery on the kid. Mm. However, uh, leaving Skeen and Andor outside. Skeen leans over to Andor and says, how much do you think is in uh, the ship that we just flew in? Just how much do you think we stole? Andor clearly doesn't care. He's worried about the kid. He's worried about a million other things right now. He looks over at Skeen and goes, Ah, Skeen goes definitely eighty million. How about we split it fifty-fifty? Andor goes, excuse me. What about uh, what about everyone else? He goes, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. And he's like, but what about what about the rebellion? What about your brother? And Skeen goes, I don't have a brother. And forty million dollars oh, or forty million credits would be enough to make me forget you. So you're not a liability if you let me take my forty. And Skeen goes on to describe how he's gonna do it. How he's going to uh just forego the rebellion and go straight to wherever there's a there's a moon nearby that's uh, like I've thought this through, I've got a plan. There's no way we could pay him. I I
1: knew that something was going to happen with him.
0: He got I uh, ten- and or quick draws on him. immediately. Yes. Now, why do you think he did that? Why do you because fail? he li- because
1: Skeen lied about That's his it? brother. Maybe there's something more into it. Maybe it's because Andor has started to change his mind on what's important to him. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. He didn't. But, I mean, I I knew there would be a confrontation between, between the two of them, but I didn't know. I didn't think it would be this way.
0: I wanted him to be good. I wanted Skeen to be the rough and tumble, scruffy, no! chaotic dad we all needed. I wanted no. him to be, I wanted him to be the mountain.
1: I did not want him to be good. So I I pegged him as catchy.
0: Yeah, that's why I liked him. He was the Wolverine character. I wanted him to be good.
1: <clears And throat>
0: he's not good. Uh, no. uh, and he did. But instead of reasoning with him, instead of talking it over, instead of talking to Vel, instead of holding him hostage, I drops him. Andor drops him immediately. No questions asked. No pause. No apprehension. Shoots him dead in the chest and he falls over. Maybe. Well, that's. I mean, that's his survival instincts, too. Maybe. Yeah. Because. uh, What's the old saying? If they'll do it. If they'll cheat with you, they'll cheat on you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, mm. And. Uh-uh. But what I don't get. Well, I kind of get. He is now in fight or flight.
2: <laughs>
0: he is now in fight or flight and armed. So he walks in, right as the doctor is saying, "I did everything I could." I the boy is dying. The boy is either dying or dead, and there's nothing we could do about it. And he turn. He and Vel turn around and see, uh, Andor blaster drawn, and he says, "I'm taking my credits." I'm taking my $30,000. out. i am going to take my 30000 out, And I, uh, what's been promised to me, a deal is a deal. He hands back the necklace and says, give it to your friend. I'm done with this shit. Like, I'm done. I, I, I'm Too many people are double-crossing, and too many people have died. I'm outie. I'm outie 5,000. And uh, we don't see the end of that scene. It cuts back over to Luther uh Luthan in his shop is selling uh well, necklaces
1: there was a couple other stuff that happened too wasn't there
0: oh yeah uh the Empire is scrambling uh the uh, uh the FBI of the Imperials I forgot I forgot what their initials were um ISB and- the ISB, uh, is having a meeting with the old white man up top, and he's like, we're going to make sure that everyone is on duty for <laughs> the Empire. Everything I is going can... to go according to plan. What's his name? What's his actor name? No idea. Uh, I, okay, can, I, I, I recognize
1: can the name. I recognize his voice. From somewhere.
0: He's good. Uh let's see what character. Oh, it's not on here. Dang. So uh oh, it uh that character is not on where I would where I thought I would. Find oh wax. Okay. I recognize his voice. I think he played a character in Game of Thrones. I think you're right. He does snivelling British old white man very well. <laughs> uh yes. so he is like, we're going. To, he is he, without saying it he says this was an attack and we are going to have a counterattack tomorrow like yesterday I don't care it's going to happen all of you are going to do this and it's going to happen right now and we we cut over we cut from there to Luthen's office right no we
1: don't Mm-mm.
0: what happens I next
1: think, I think is it Mon Mothma in the no.
0: Senate. Oh yeah. The Mon, yeah, Mon Mothma is trying to give a plea to a kind of species that we don't that we don't care about because uh, the Empire doesn't care about it, and they eventually wipe them out in a in a mass genocide. So she's like, "Oh, we have to give them a plea. They just want their basic human rights." Uh, and and everyone, everyone, bounces. everyone, yeah, everyone freaking leaves. Like, well, it's a college course, and the professor is not there. I almost thought that they were leaving because something was about to happen in the
1: Senate chamber, but
0: I was overthinking it. Yeah, I could see where you were coming from with that, though. As I far- mean,
1: that that would have been the, t- the time for Palpatine to, like, pop up and say, what, are you saying, Senator? You know,
0: something like that. Yeah. You were saying. <laughs> and, like, they... And no one is listening to Mon Mothma. No. Uh, There is literally no one listening to her. We are at a point where she is as far from power as possible within the Senate. And if I remember correctly, that is... I don't know if she ever. I don't know how long she stayed a senator in this new canon.
1: I think she left the Senate right around Rogue One. Okay. Well, well, well you know what? I don't know because we don't we don't see her last senatorial debut.
0: Yeah. So I mean, we still we still but- got.
1: It. But we know that the
0: Organas stayed Senators. Because that's how Leia is addressed.
1: Yes, and I
0: believe Leia would be around 15 at
1: this time. So... So Leia is probably already a Senator. Or near. Okay. So I would not be surprised if we saw her maybe not in this season, but maybe in in the following season when it jumps, like... A year, every three
0: episodes. Yeah. So, with with all this going on, we cut over to Luthen. Now we cut over to Luthen. Yes. And uh, he's trying to sell something that doesn't exist anymore. And uh, he's definitely wheeling and dealing. That's fine. And <laughs> someone says, Do you have any Aldani? Uh, do you have anything from Aldani? You know, uh, there was recently a rebel attack. Uh, I want to grab merchandise from there. Uh, maybe I'll go there on my next cruise. And, like, I, I, I extrapolate. Uh, but, like, this idea of we are, we've made it is interesting to me because mm-hmm. he says, oh, I'll check in the back And he goes, oh, I was just kidding. Oh And <laughs> And like this like it's it's very interesting to me that he is so excited to be on the map. He's so excited to be in a like they made it, they were successful there was a successful attack uh he didn't even hear that it what that it was successful he just heard that there was an attack and like that was enough for him to be excited i think that mm-hmm. that's very interesting and telling of him as a character yeah I don't know what this in like, his, his little, like, uh fist bump into the air, like, this is the, brec- the end of the Breakfast Club, because they're like, uh-huh. yeah, we did it, like, you didn't do anything, you just kicked the hornet's nest, and you're right next to the hornet's nest. Like, what do you <coughs> think you did? Like, I don't understand why you think that this was bigger than it actually <laughs> is. Right. I... I get that, like, this was a big blow because you just took a lot of money. I'll give you that. But my my problem is that, like, you, like, what do you think this is? Like, how is this a bigger win that I'm not seeing? Because right now mm-hmm. I'm not seeing a reason to celebrate. I'm seeing a we just stuck our nose out and the Empire found us. Like, this, that's the end. That's the beginning, middle, and end of Empire of, of guerrilla warfare is when they see you, you have to go away. That's <laughs> because if you if you stand there and fight, it's gonna be a bad time. Like, there's no war of attrition that the Empire would ever lose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They have more food, more people, more money, and so you can't fight them that way. Mm-hmm. So like why why is this the move that uh why choose this as the move as the coming out party of the Empire? Why right. do you think? Okay. What makes said- this what made this mission so important?
1: Because it shows that
0: the Empire is not infallible. I think and it means they can get squashed so like eh, like i don't i'm just being devil's advocate i'm definitely saying that like that is a good point i like that point i want to follow that point further cuz i'm worried for my boy now now my boy is on the roster twice now <laughs> he he is on he is on multiple shit lists now I'm worried. I mean I know he's going to survive. You can't you can't be like, "Oh no, is he going to be okay? He's going to be fine till Rogue One and then he's not." <laughs> but like but like where do you where does he go from here? Where is safe? Cuz where, wherever he is about to go, it won't be safe when he gets uh long after he gets there.
1: Mm-hmm. Because essentially, what it, this
0: group that he's with now is essentially—it's a rebel cell. He's not with them. That was his thing. He was like, "I want to take my money, and I want to, and I want to leave." Right, I, but we I, cut
1: the scene, but the scene cut away before we got that final. We didn't see him leave planet or anything. That's fair. That's—I mean, I know his stance is, "Yeah, I'm out of here. Get my money." But we don't know what what's unless he goes off somewhere and comes back to join up. Yeah, I don't know. Do mm-hmm. You have any predictions on the next episode? I mean, I'm I have none. I don't know where the story is going to go from here.
0: I don't have a clue, honestly. I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes from here. Yes, but. Uh, like, this is the first time th- an episode from Andor finished, and I was like, this was fun, what's next? Yes. And I don't mean to be that critical. Uh, like, mm. uh, I I feel like I am trying to keep a level head and try to not wear the, mm-hmm. well, if, it, if I would do it, this is how I would do it kind of hat. Like, mm-hmm. I want to come at it from, this is now Disney canon, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. and so far I've just been kind of meh this is the first one that I found interesting and it has the thing that brought me to Star Wars not Star Wars but like anime Uh, Mm -hmm. stakes people die and they stay dead Mm -hmm. like it's that's so crucial like I'm so used to I don't know if it's just because I'm a dad but like I'm so used to characters being in peril except no they're not or, uh, like, the sequels. The sequels were like, oh, we got a big problem. Wait, no, we don't. Oh, it's going to be a big deal. No, we're not. They just took the teeth out of it. And, like, I, I I, don't know what to tell you. They killed Han Solo in the first sequel to be like, these are the stakes. And then they never hit that. Well,
1: well yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford wanted to get out of
0: there. Yeah, so, and in acting, was... the, the step is yes and, so you can't just say, yeah, but we're never going to be that, like, that heavy ever again, uh, No, in fact, nothing else is going to be that important, so just like, you don't no. have to pay attention.
1: I don't think, I mean, do not consider Luke's death and Leia's death heavy?
0: It didn't feel as heavy. No, it did not. It wasn't like, here's the death of a big character. Mm -hmm. like in a movie where in a movie where it was a big deal that people were mad mad at him and that he was a weenie hut junior baby about coming back to the force he's back to the force for 15 minutes and then leaves Mm -hmm. forever
1: Mm -hmm. I I mean (laughs) I I think Leia's death would have been more significant if they had had Carrie Fisher there Yes. but they had to re- they had to recycle her
0: stuff and like we so. we had already grieved the actress so like if she would have died after leia died it would be a different take like mm-hmm. when when my when zoe watches star wars
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she sees leia die i hope that it's impactful to her because she's removed from what was happening in real life when it was happening. You know what I mean?
1: So you're gonna show her all nine films.
0: Oh, and the most important TV series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Are
1: you gonna make her do it all in order?
0: Absolutely.
1: Live action and animated or just live action?
0: Uh live action and then if she gets a taste for it, we'll do four, five, six, then one, two, three, and then We'll see how she feels about it. But those six movies.
1: Oh, I see you mentioned six and not nine. Yes.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Four four, <laughs> five, six, one, two, three. And I'm willing to let her watch seven if she is down for it. But the first six are impossible to skip.
1: No. That's they're
0: critical. And if she and honestly, uh honestly, like. I'm okay with her with people not liking the things that I like. Like, so like if at the end of a new hope, like actual, like real, like the like podcast high energy facade gone, if you if Zoe turns to me in the middle of a new hope and goes, Daddy, I don't like this, she doesn't have to watch any of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I can't stress can't stress that enough. You don't have to get your family and friends to like the things you like. Right. And uh, I know that's a little bit harder for us as nerds oh, that, that, like, didn't but, find adults that yeah. liked the things we liked until we were also adults. Right. Like, that I mean, believe, that feels weird.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Believe me. I mean, I've practically forced my mom to sit down and watch all seven movies, six, seven movies, because last year I had not come out yet.
0: But yeah, they don't they don't have to. They just need to know. No, they just need to know. Mm -hmm. Like if. Like if I got back into playing live shows, live music shows, I don't expect to my wife and my kid to be at every show. I don't. First off, we'll probably be playing at smoky bars really late at night. But like, even Mm. if we're not they don't have to be ah. there to support me. They just need to know that that's a thing that I like and they let me pursue it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I feel like we yep. have gotten way off the rails. So I we think have. We, got, we got to land this plane. So yep. thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352. Our Instagram and Twitter are, as we mentioned before, are at SU352 podcast. And what is our email address, Peyton? Our email address is specialunit352 at gmail.com.
1: So please email us your thoughts on this latest episode and where you think the story is going
0: to go from here. We'd love to hear your thoughts. All of our art was beautifully made by Jake at Gin and Tonic on Instagram. Please rate, review, like, share, subscribe, and do all that jazz to you on all the apps that you are listening to us on because that'll help us show up in the algorithms we look forward to talking with you guys next week and as Peyton always says
1: may the force be with you